0: Welcome to Wellness Wednesday and the rise up with Orion podcast thank you so much for joining us there is high demand with this presentation day we're so excited with the interest and even more excited to welcome back our mindfulness and stress management guru Jenny Um, to reintroduce her um, she has been with Orion over eight years she's been guiding guiding practices like our visualization today for over ten years Uh, for both adults and kids. So if you were unable to join us back in December for our uh, meditation practice, then please um, get back into your podcast or back into your portal to check those out because Jenny did a fantastic um, progressive muscle relaxation which really gives a great basis for, for meditation. So Jenny, thank you so much for joining us. We're excited to have you back. (laughs) So we're talking about visualization today, and I think I've used this in some of the competitive races that I've done in the past. Many athletes use that, but let's bring it back to kind of what everyone can apply it to. Um, Tell us a little bit about visualization.
1: Yeah, so that's a really great question. So visualization in its most basic form is really using the power of imagination to calm the mind and relax the body. And visualization is already a part of everyday life. We do it all the time. Um, If you think of just how we recall memories, daydreaming, thinking about people, places, things, um, imagining a conversation, etc. So we can use that same ability that we're doing all the time to visualize a peaceful scene or a place that can relax and rejuvenate the mind and the body and it can just clear your mind of the clutter of the day and the worries that keep you from falling asleep. Um, And just by fully engaging your senses, you can really make it this powerful and real experience that has some profound benefits.
0: Again, I think when I think about visual, visualization too, for me, meditation practice in itself is very difficult, which is why it's called a practice, as we all know. But I think visualization for me has really been one of the baby steps to really jumping into this because it really helps you focus on that and not let your mind wander on, you know, work tasks or what stresses you have or what you're making for dinner. It really kind of draws in your mind and really makes you think and stay focused.
1: Exactly. And it has, um, it's sometimes a little bit scary, I think, to start with visualization. Um, If you're a type A personality or perfectionist like myself, it can be really hard to just let yourself go and let those things go in your mind. Like you were describing, Tara, of, you know, arguments or conversations or things going on in your relationships. Um, There was actually a a, a former Buddhist monk named uh, Andy Puttycomb that gave a really great description of visualization that I'm not going to directly quote it, but but the analogy <laughs> is the same, um, where he described how to find relaxation in the mind by uh, creating an environment where we can naturally let go. So he he described it of imagining the blue sky and the blue sky is your mind. And the blue sky always exists. And sure, the blue sky, there's often clouds, and the clouds are being our thoughts, and we might not always see the blue sky. And in fact, you can go really long periods where the sky is so cloudy that you forget what the blue sky even looks like, but that doesn't mean that the blue Mm. sky has gone anywhere. And um, his thought was, once we start thinking of the mind in that way, um, what we're doing with these practices is that we're simply creating conditions to allow the clouds of thought to disperse so that we can experience more of the blue sky. You don't need to go and find it, it's ever present. Um, <clears throat> and visualization can sometimes see, seem a little bit tricky at first, but difficulties with it normally have to do with the way that we're approaching it rather than the technique itself. And that's part of the really great news about visualization is that it's really an easy technique to learn.
0: Yeah, no question. Um, uh, There's a quote that someone has shared that you are the sky, everything else is a weather and I think it kind of goes along with what you were just saying. So that's kind of a a nice quote that has been shared. Um, So when we're talking about visual, vi- visualization, I know, you know, obviously there's a lot of history behind it um, in terms of, you know, where visualization started from and really why athletes have really taken over on that. Is that something that you want to talk about? Sure. So, I mean, this has been uh,
1: centuries of, of development and the power of positive thinking, which is is kind of another way of thinking about visualization. Uh, for the treatment of specifically physical symptoms uh, was popular, popularized by Emile uh, who's a French pharmacist around the turn of the 19th century and he believed that the power of imagination far exceeded that of the will so his thought was that it's really hard to will yourself or force yourself into a relaxed state but you can imagine relaxation spreading through your body and you can visualize yourself in a safe and beautiful place. And his thought was that that your thoughts determine your reality. Um, And he was also the first to find that some diseases like cancer were worsened when you focused on them, which kind of led to uh, a lot of today's visualization practices where uh, finding that visualization can actually help support healing and uh, recovery from some of those chronic illnesses. And then uh, later in the 20th century, Carl Jung, he's a Swiss uh, Swiss psychiatrist. Uh, he used a technique referred to as active visualization. So what he would do is that he would instruct his patients to meditate without any goal or program in mind. And then images would come to those patients' consciousness. And then Jung would train his patients to observe and experience those images without interference. And then as they grew more proficient, they could actually communicate with those images and ask them questions and talk to them and get answers from them. And so he felt that the purpose of active imagination was to help create, uh, to help the individual appreciate their rich inner life and to learn to draw on its healing power in, in times of stress. And you can see both of those huge movements in today in the way visualization is studied and practice. It's practiced in cancer and pain centers throughout the country uh, with significant amount of research showing how regular visualization practice when it's combined in tandem with uh, modern medical Mm -hmm. interventions uh, are more likely to yield positive results. And as you've described a couple of times, it's also a common fixture in athletics and other forms of performance and goal optimization.
0: Wow. Yeah. And I think, you know, Michael Phelps is one that really, you know, not only does he practice, you know, a lot of, you know, mental and emotional health practices, but within visualization, you know, for athletes to just visualize what it feels like to finish the race or what it feels like in the middle of it. And I think the same thing goes back with, you know, cancer and pain, you know, to imagine and visualize your life, you know, with less pain or, you know, healthy, you know, so all of those things. Um, I think are so positive. And I love what you just said about, you know, active imagination, which is just another way of saying it. So I love, you know, that new name for visualization.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And like you were saying with Michael Phelps, um, he, uh, with what he was doing, he really popularized uh, what we would call programmed, visualiz- programmed visualization, which is the type of visualization um, which is imagining a goal that you want to attain or a healing that you want to accelerate. And he would do this really cool thing where his coach had this cue where he'd say, roll the tape. And Michael would actually have a physical visualization of putting in an old tape. I don't know how old the people are who
2: are
1: listening. <laughs> VHS. Was, yes, the VHS tape essentially. Mm-hmm. in and he could visualize the entire thing. He could visualize the locker room getting dressed. He could visualize moving out towards the pool, what it felt like on the starting block, hearing the sounds, Mm -hmm. feeling the water. Um, He could feel his lungs getting tightened and he could feel himself pushing through that tightness and fatigue to power through. And he would visualize himself winning. And as we're all aware, that was incredibly effective for him. So it's a really Mm -hmm. great example of performance enhancement and that specific branch of programmed visualization.
0: Right, I mean, and all the benefits that you just kind of rattled off there, you know, from performance and focus, and not only, you know, for him, but, you know, immunity for those cancer patients and those struggling with, you know, pain. So again, it sounds like the benefits of really practicing visualization are really endless.
1: They really are. And and uh, for those who are listening on the, on the podcast podcast and and can't uh, see some of those benefits include reducing stress and anxiety, uh, phobias and fears, reducing muscular tension, headaches and neck pain, chronic pain, uh, insomnia relief, like we were talking about, improving performance, improving focus. One of the really cool benefits that I think is is probably actually my favorite benefit of visualization, um, it actually happens on a physiological level. Meaning that our brain structure is actually physically changing as a result of the visualization and meditation practices that we're doing. So this isn't specifically unique to visualization, but but all meditative practices. Um, you might have heard of the term neuroplasticity, mm, sure. It's the ability of neural networks in the brain to change through growth and reorganization. Um, and that's what we're doing when we practice meditation and, and uh, visualization. There, there's fantastic research. Dr. Sarah Lazar of Harvard University, she's conducted uh, multiple insightful studies that provides evidence for physiological changes that occurs. And one of my personal favorite findings uh, show how just after eight weeks, so two months of meditation training, 15 minutes a day, can actually bring about physical changes the areas of the brain associated with learning and memory. So those parts of the brain associated with learning and memory actually increased in size, and the part of the brain associated with anxiety and stress actually grew smaller. Oh, wow. Yeah, and so Dr. Lazar showed, um, helped show that just after eight weeks of practice, there was substantial, not just minor, changes in the way that our brain was actually formed and obviously if we don't continue that practice we won't necessarily continue to experience those benefits but i find it so interesting to know that there are physical changes as well as psychological changes that are taking place
0: oh my gosh and i really with everything that you're saying i don't see any reason why anyone shouldn't just give it a try and just you know see if it works for them so i mean what's (laughs) what's the downside i'm not seeing one
1: and so little time is needed, to. This is not hours a day or some sort of pilgrimage that needs to take place. Anybody can do 10 to 15 minutes a day.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. And you're going to give us a little bit of, of sense of that today. So there's different types of visualization. Is that true?
1: <laughs> yes. So there's three primary types. We already talked about one of them with programmed visualization. Uh, that's most often used for uh, attaining a goal, attaining some sort of healing. Uh, that you want to accelerate. We used Michael Phelps as an example. Um, Receptive visualization kind of ties back to that active imagination that we were talking about. So receptive visualization with that type, uh, you relax, you empty your mind, and you sketch an image of a scene, and then you ask a question, and you actually wait for a response. So, for example, you might imagine that you are on a beach and you can feel the breeze on your skin and the sand under your toes. You can hear the the seagulls and the the waves crashing. You feel the sun on your skin. And then you might ask something like, why can't I relax? Mm -hmm. And the response might surface into your consciousness, Uh, maybe, for example, because you can't say no to people or You know, maybe because you can't detach yourself from your spouse's depression. So just that idea of that you're relaxing, you're emptying your mind, you sketch the scene and you're asking questions and then you wait for an answer to arise. Um, And it often does. And then what we're going to actually do today is the third type of visualization, which is guided visualization. And this is when you visualize your scene in detail, but you're omitting crucial elements. Um, And then you wait for your subconscious or your inner guide to supply the missing pieces to your puzzle. Um, So, for example, my special quiet place in my mind when I'm doing visualization is, don't mind being a little bit vulnerable, it's a dusty old library, lots of wood paneling, lots of natural sunlight. It's completely filled with leather bound books. That is my special quiet place in my head and I can see and feel and hear and everything, and it's got that library smell, if you, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And sometimes I go to that place, and I can just stay there because it's relaxing and calm, and it's a great place to recharge myself, and sometimes I can ask questions and find answer find answers to those questions in my books. Um, that's my special place. Somebody else might visualize a place they used to go camping and you know there's all the camping accoutrements that that are there. Maybe their former scout leader is there um, with some classic sage scout leader wisdom or a hug or whatever you might need. So, so that's more of the the guided thing is that you're waiting for your subconscious to supply missing pieces to to your puzzle, but really trying to shape that special quiet place that's inside of you all the time. and it's mm-hmm. unique to everybody. It doesn't look the same for everyone.
0: Yeah, and it may or may not be a place that you've ever been to before, you know, so exactly. I think that's kind of, you know, that active imagination, you know, re- pretending like you're a child again, creating this imaginary place, I think is, is great as well. So a side exactly. note, you need to read to the book. Imagine it. <laughs> exactly. So just for you in your library, you need to read the book, The Midnight Library you're going to resonate with that. I just finished it. So that's that's a note for you, Jenny, to read the <laughs> midnight library because of the dusty. I always <laughs> love
1: the book recommendation. Thank you.
0: Definitely. All right. So I think we're kind of nearing um, our guided visualization. So um, why don't you set up the scene? I'm going to turn off my video because definitely no one needs to see my face while we're trying to relax um, and really get into this practice yes so if
1: everyone wants to go ahead and get in a comfortable position if you want to uh, sit in a chair lie down on the floor or a bed someplace comfortable someplace safe please do not do this while you are driving Uh, that would not be safe we are recording this you can come back to it at a different time that would be a little bit more practical Um, If you're wearing any tight clothing, maybe you want to loosen it. If you're wearing glasses, maybe you want to remove them. It's entirely up to you. The entire objective is just to get you in as comfortable of a place as possible. Um, Excuse me. And I'll give you a a moment to, to get into that comfortable position, and then we'll go ahead and start. So allow yourself to get into a comfortable position, either sitting or lying down, and allow your body to relax, letting go in your mind and your body. Feel yourself sinking deeply into your chair or bed or floor. Feel the surface under your head and neck, your back, your hips your legs, your arms, allowing your muscles to soften and relax, allowing yourself to go as deep inside yourself as you need to for today to your inner space of peace and relaxation. Allow your breathing to become slower and deeper On your next inhale, you are going to inhale through your nose to the count of four and exhale through your mouth to the count of six. And inhale, two, three, four. And exhale, two, three, four, five, six.
2: Continue that breath.
1: Slowly place one hand on your heart and one hand on your belly. Breathe through your belly, feeling your hand rise and fall with each breath. Again, inhale, two, three, four. And exhale through your mouth, two, three, four, five, six. And continue that paced breathing. As you breathe in, notice how the lungs expand, the body filling with air. And as you breathe out, a sense of relaxation as the muscles in the body soften. And just one more time, breathing in through the nose. And out through the mouth. Take a moment just to enjoy that feeling of having stopped, having paused, you have nothing to do, you have nowhere to go. Enjoy the feeling of stillness and enjoy being present. You are exactly where you need to be at this moment. Feel the sensation of your body pressing down against the seat or the floor or the bed beneath you. Check in with your body, with the space around you. Notice any sounds around you. Notice any resistance to those sounds. Do not pass judgment on any thoughts or resistance you might be feeling. Allow everything just to come and go without passing judgment. Continue to breathe. As you sit or lie there, notice how your body feels today. Are there any areas that maybe you're holding on to a little bit of tension? Areas that would benefit from letting go? As you breathe, feel yourself inhale relaxation and exhale tension. Notice how the tension flows down and out of your body each time you exhale, feeling more and more relaxed and more and more comfortable with each passing moment. Let go of your paced breathing and flow into your natural breath. Continue breathing and relaxing and listening to the sound of my voice. Breathe at your own pace. In a moment, you are going to navigate to a quiet place in your mind. This place can be inside or outside. This can be a place you have been to before or one from your imagination. It just needs to be peaceful and safe. Visualize or experience in your mind a trail or stairway or elevator or some other means of transportation that feels safe and comfortable. Allow it to take you to a peaceful and relaxing place in your mind as I count from one to 20. One, two, three, four. You are feeling more and more relaxed, more and more comfortable. Five, six, seven, eight. Moving closer to your quiet place that is peaceful and safe and that is always within you. Nine, 10, 11, 12. The temperature in your quiet place is comfortable. 13, 14, 15, 16. Picture yourself. Unloading your anxieties and worries you notice your quiet place materializing in the distance You will find yourself in your quiet place your peaceful relaxing place at the count of 20 17 18 19 20 You have arrived in your special place look around Feel the ground under your feet. Look above you. What do you see?
2: What do you hear? What do you smell? What do you feel?
1: There may be objects within your reach. If you would like, reach out and touch it. How does it feel? Allow yourself to soak up the peace and relaxation of this place. Notice what it is about this place that brings you peace and contentment. No one and nothing can come here unless you allow it. If danger is here, expel it. If you are struggling to dismiss concerns and anxieties, imagine a safe or a filing cabinet walk to this secure spot and visualize yourself locking or filing away any concerns that might interfere with peace and relaxation. Understand these worries and fears are in a safe and secure place and you can retrieve them later when it is time. This is a safe and peaceful place that is always inside of you that you can come to whenever you choose. Allow yourself to memorize and internalize the feelings of this place so you can come back here whenever you desire. Allow yourself to rest and relax in this place and feel yourself completely at peace. You might notice yourself surrounded and filled up with warm, soft sunlight, feeling the warm, gentle light on your face and your head, melting away any remaining tension or discomfort in your body or mind. It is almost as if the warm light has absorbed in your pores spreading to every muscle and organ of your body soothing, relaxing, comforting your whole body and mind. This is a place where you can see and experience yourself as you really are. You may notice yourself being more aware of your strengths and abilities the goodness of your heart, your good desires and motivations. You may recognize the characteristics that make you uniquely you. You might notice that although you are not perfect, you have the strength and intelligence and ability and will to accomplish the most important things in your life. Bring your awareness to the resources, both internal and external, that can help you accomplish the important things and be your best self. Experience or see yourself surrounded by or filled up by these resources. As you continue to breathe, there may be some beliefs and phrases that you are seeking to understand and learn and believe. Take a moment to repeat to yourself, I am enough. I can do everything that is important to me. I can be successful without being perfect. I can
2: relax and let go. I am worthy of love. I am capable.
1: Give myself permission to do what is right for me. I allow myself to be who I am without judgment. I accept my emotions and let them serve their purpose. I trust myself to make the right decision. I am at peace with who I am as a person. Notice how it feels to be yourself and to be aware of all the strengths and abilities and qualities and resources that you have. Take time to experience and feel the safety and relaxation and the reality of being
2: you. Take a couple more breaths. When
1: you are ready, you can prepare to leave your peaceful place. Take the feelings of relaxation and peace with you. Look around your space one more time, internalizing this peaceful place, remembering this is a place that is always inside you and you can return anytime you desire. When you are ready, locate the trail stairway, elevator, or whichever means of transportation brought you here and begin navigating your way back to the present the same way you came, counting yourself back from 20 to 1, 20, 19, 18, 17, taking with you the feelings of peace and relaxation, 16, 15, 14, 13. Feeling yourself more energized and alert. 12, 11, 9. Gently start wiggling your fingers and your toes, gradually bringing your awareness back to your body and the space around you. Eight seven, six, five, continue to breathe and gently move your body, preparing to open your eyes as you reach the number one. Four, three, two, one. And at your leisure, open your eyes. Hopefully you feel awakened, refreshed, relaxed, confident, and ready for anything that is necessary. If you did not feel anything today, don't worry. It can take some time to get comfortable and familiar with these exercises. And even if you didn't feel anything just yet, changes in the brain and mind are already starting to happen and will continue to develop the more you engage in this practice. Thanks so much for joining me.
0: Thank you so much, Jenny, and thank you for everyone for joining our events today. I do hope that you will come back and visit this practice again um, and travel to a different place um, as as you travel or maybe nail it in with more details. So thank you so much for joining us. And Jenny, you are an absolute delight. Thank you so much again for your help today. I think we've all benefited. So, so much appreciated. Thanks for having me, Tara. Have a great day. Bye bye.